Peace and blessings, beautiful people. Peace and blessings. This is Empress Imani. And Empress Elisa. And welcome to this episode of Sacred Love Lessons. So today we have a special treat for our twin flames, our divine counterparts. If you are on the twin flame journey, this episode is just for you. Um, Elisa and I are divine counterparts and we're going to be speaking from our perspective and our experiences on this journey uh, we're going to start off um, again this is for twin flames and divine counterparts so we're not going to give any intro explanation um, if you're on the journey you already know um, how we got here and we're just going to tell you our experiences so we took some questions from Google and these were the most asked questions regarding the twin flame divine counterpart journey so we're just going to go through the list and answer those questions from our perspective and our journey the first question is what are the physical signs that twin flame union is near um i didn't have any physical signs per se um like i didn't feel anything in my body or anything like that you guys go back to the episode of how we met you can get all the tea about how we became to know each other in the 3D. But I know for me, I was searching. Yes, I was also searching for my person, the one, and uh, my forever girl. And that, for me, is the synonymous with my twin flame. didn't have any real physical signs that my twin flame was near. But I do know that I was uh, deep in prayer. And searching for for that person me too me too like in my history I had relationships prior relationships that were karmic in nature where I was just learning lessons but the level of fulfillment that I was looking for was not present yeah and so I was in search of as I began to um, ascend and evolve into my authentic self discovering who I really am what I really want what makes me really happy then that made it very clear about the person that I should be looking for yeah and as for me I was not a person who would hang out with someone that I once I realized that they weren't the one and so for me it was a moment of where I just had taken a pause from even just going out every day looking or searching or getting online. It was in a moment where I was paused and I was praying. I yeah. literally was, you know, asking and, you know, drawing in and bringing my person to me. Yes. And, uh, and my twin flame was what I was searching for. Right. You know, even if I wasn't calling it that, even if I wasn't saying the words divine counterpart, when I was giving my definition and saying out loud, when I was affirming who I wanted in my life, that's exactly the person I was searching for. Right. Now, let's talk about feelings that you have after you come into uh, contact with your divine counterpart. Now, there were feelings afterward. Yes, absolutely. From the very beginning, even before we physically met each other. In person. In person. Uh, once we physically met and that I mean online and we talked to each other uh, that was a, a connection between us right right so let me just recap Elisa and I uh, met on match.com 
and um, I was looking she had a profile on there I had met someone who met their husband from match.com so I went on match.com and I set up me a profile and I began to search and I was very clear on who I was looking for and um, when I got to Elisa's profile I was very drawn to her yes I was very drawn to her and we were drawn to each other so once we made the connection through match.com and we began to talk on the phone then i began to feel a physical connection a physical connection like i would think about her alisa and alisa would call yeah. or she would text. Yeah, text and it would be vice versa i would yes. be thinking about her and uh even actually sometimes have the phone in my hand about to text her and i would get a text from her yes yes so things like that would would happen very very often the physical connection where we could like feel each other mm -hmm. when we think about each other that was right. starting to build there right so there was some kind of um i would call it a telepathic connection yes that we have yes uh and it began from the moment that um we started talking on the phone mm -hmm then it just seemed like that connection just amplified yeah i mean that was the very beginning of our energetic connection with each mm -hmm. other and it just began to grow and yes. get stronger and stronger over time right um and then of course once we met physically in the 3d which was 18 days later then it just became even more powerful oh yes it was instantaneous uh physical attraction yes physical connection the chemistry was so powerful the way that it I was very intense. I, I couldn't even wait for her to walk across a room. I had to go to her. <laughs> it was so intense. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like um, the next question is what does twin flame union feel like? Um, the feeling is very intense. Like, um, God, how do you. How, from the very beginning it's like you can feel something inside of you yes and you know an that explosion the, or something and, and you know what that is is a connection to your person it's you, a knowing and too. you know that's what it is yes it's a knowing it's there's just, no doubt it, it's inside of you and you can feel it it makes you tingle because that's one of the ways i would describe it from the very beginning i said i you know, I'm tingling and vibrating. Yes, you, you know? did. You did say and, that. And uh, that's part of what I was really feeling. My my body would physically feel that. And I know that that was my energetic connection and feelings that, from that connection, that physical connection yes. with it, her. There was also this feeling of familiarity. Yes. I felt like I had known Elisa forever. Yes. I felt like I had known her from before like from a previous life a past life yes. i felt like i knew her like i knew her yes it wasn't like i knew all the details of her life here in this 3d realm mm -hmm. but i knew her there was a knowing i knew who she was mm -hmm. you know i could feel the things that made her upset what she liked what she disliked we were instantaneously connected on that on that level and then there was this level of security where i felt very secure with you yes with elisa i felt very safe with elisa i felt um 
at home. Yes. It, it was, was a feeling of at yes, home. Yes, knowing that I had someone that had my best interests at heart. Mm-hmm. I had no doubt about it. It was home. Yeah. It felt it immediately like home. That's a and this very is at the very beginning. It. Like, yes. this is at the very beginning. We met, we talked on the phone. 18 days later, we met in person. And everything that we're sharing with you now, that's how we felt. That's how we felt in that moment in that moment it yes. was just oh my goodness it was um, so intense lots of laughter lots of fun we because we started creating memories together and it was just really really yeah, lots amazing. of fun lots of adventure that's you know part of the twin flame journey they find a lot of things to do that they enjoy in common yes so the next question is what happens when twin flames meet physically and i think we've covered this already but we'll just go into it a little bit deeper i was nervous you guys because at that time i lived in south florida alisa lived in atlanta we lived in atlanta we met in new orleans yeah we both had uh a reason to be in New Orleans separate from each other. Right. But, but we're going to be there time. at the same time. Yes. And so that was fate once again. Stepping in destiny. I yes. don't know what you want to call it. But we were already pre-scheduled to be there at the same time. And so 18 days after we met online, we met in New Orleans. In person. At, in person. Yes. And I was, on my flight there, I was really nervous, you guys. <laughs> I mean, I, the night before... I was really, I was anxious. I was excited. I was ready to meet her. You know how kids, when you were a little mm-hmm. kid and you was excited about Christmas, if you celebrate Christmas and you're real excited, you don't want to yeah. go to sleep or like the first day of school, yes. you don't want to go to <laughs> sleep. That's how I felt. And yeah. on the plane there, I just was trying to calm down, be calm, remain calm. Um, I was praying a lot. I did yes. some meditation on the plane. Um, then when I got in the car um, with my Uber driver on the way to meet Elisa from the airport, I just was overwhelmed with excitement and gratitude. Yes. And then when I met her in person, it was like um, a reunion. Yeah, that's what it felt yeah, like. That's a very good way to describe it. Felt it felt like a reunion. Yes, I got. I have to really agree with that. It felt like I was meeting my best friend, mm-hmm. someone I'd known for a really, really long time. You know, I actually uh, drove from Atlanta to Alabama to meet my cousin, and we drove in together. And before I even met her physically, I'm telling my cousin who I grew up with that I'm moving, you know. If the chemistry is right, I move. This is how intense the connection was. It was very intense. It was very, very intense. And I was so nervous to meet her that the morning that I was supposed to meet her, I was up super early. I couldn't sleep. Mm. Um, you know, all around the hotel room. I get to the restaurant out at least an hour before we're supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing, you guys. Yeah, I was just so nervous and I was so excited to meet her. Yes, it was amazing. And our next question is, uh, are twin flames physically attracted to each other? The answer is absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes you are. <laughs> um, like I said, there's a feeling of home. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, when I first met Elisa in person, um, I thought she was the most beautiful being that I had seen. She yeah. had this amazing smile. She was shining bright like the sun. 
uh, it was just a beautiful experience. I could see her aura. Yes. And it was very beautiful. Yes. Yeah, and when Imani got to the restaurant, I was so excited. I, You know, I wanted to play it cool and just, you know, wait for her to come to me. But that didn't happen. As soon as I saw her, you know, my legs started moving. <laughs> I walked over there to her. I instantly hugged her. Yes. And I promise you, I wanted to kiss her. But, you know, it was the first time I met her in person. So, you know, I didn't go straight for the kiss. But uh, it, did, it did happen shortly thereafter. Yeah, we was trying to really be cool. Yeah. We was really <laughs> trying to be cool. And shout out to our Uber driver um, uh, yeah. who took us back to the hotel. Uh, we met at Morning Cafe in New Orleans. Um, you know, the beignets are really good. Um, we prefer Cafe Dumont. Yes. But we met at Morning Cafe because the plan was for uh, that recommendation was referred to me by a colleague of mine. She said to go there, and then she also told us about the art, the mm -hmm. park, and all of that. Yeah. So that was the original plan for us to do all of that stuff that morning. But then when I got to New Orleans, it was cold. It was so cold, and neither one of us really came prepared for cold, cold no. there. And so walking around in a park outside was out of the question in that moment. <laughs> right. So we had to take a rain check on that. And um, we ended up catching the Uber going back to the hotel where Alisa was staying. And on the way back, things got a little heated in the Uber. Yes, and our yes. Uber driver was our DJ. Yes, she was so connected to what was happening oh my goodness. in the back of that minivan that she picked us up in. And she was really, really working it with the music. Shout out to the Uber driver. Right, right. Shout out to the Uber driver. Now, keep in mind, I don't want you guys to think. And I don't want to leave you with the impression that our connection is sexually based, okay? No. Because it is not. Our connection is spiritually, spiritually based. based. Yeah. And during those first 18 days, Alisa and I had been on the phone like for hours, hours. just connecting on that spiritual level, talking about spiritual things, right? And so once we met in person in the 3D, then it anchored all of that Yes. that we had previously been discussing began to anchor yes and that was just an additional connection that was solidified with our, our journey here yes yes because we were already connected energetically spiritually yes. and then this physical connection was instantaneous it was it really really was and and i've never had that experience with anyone else Me on either. planet earth never ever zero times before my goddess Imani. Okay, so the next question is what is the biggest challenge to the Twin Flame Union? Uh, and we're going to make it twofold. We're going to give you the biggest challenge in the 3D and the biggest challenge in the 5D. Now, for me, the biggest challenge in the 3D is communication. Yes, I would agree. And shifting energy. So we don't want you guys to think, okay your twin flames divine counterparts that you're not going to encounter any problems if you're on this journey you already know better okay you already know what it really is and if you haven't come into union with your twin flame or your divine counterpart you still have to anchor the relationship from 5d to 3d and yeah. all of the 3d 
um, challenges that any other couple would have, you're still going to be facing those. I would agree with that. It, there is no uh, magic wand that's waved over us mm -mm. because we're twin flames and makes everything work work out all hunky-dory every day. No. It, there are challenges that come along with any relationship, and ours is not uh, excluded from that. Right, right. And for me, um, I, I see the greatest challenge it's to communication for is me. communication. Yeah, like, sometimes because we, we, we say things differently, things. our tone is different, yeah. sometimes things are yeah. misunderstood. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so we're getting better with that, but it's not always, even though we have a telepathic communication yes, line, just yes. anchoring that in the 3D sometimes can be quite challenging. Yeah, it can be a challenge that we are definitely overcoming. Yes. Definitely yes. overcoming that. And, you know, we we I'm going to even declare that, you know, we've overcome it in, in a sense. But, you know, every now and then, just like any other thing that's working, it needs a little tweaking. Yes. Every now and then. It needs I would a agree. Little tweaking. <laughs> Um, the biggest challenge that I see for for the 5D uh, as it relates to our twin flame connection is spiritual warfare. Um, to everyone on this journey, you know the whole mission and purpose of the journey is about you know raising the vibration of this planet in however way you've been assigned to do that yes. and that is our mission and of course you guys know that you know our mission is to teach sacred love lessons on unconditional love and gratitude, and gratitude. right and that's what we're doing here now and so but okay with anything new levels bring new devils so there's always this component of spiritual warfare that's going on in the background that most people the average person cannot see with their physical eyes but the two of us we pick up on the energy and i pick up on a lot of energy and our intuition is really really good and if we stick together with our intuition it seems as though we really really do prevail so very well so yeah you know i think part of our 5d uh journey it starts with our 3d with uh, getting our communication right and that keeps us our spiritual connection our energetic connection high and in tune with each other i think and it keeps us you know those spiritual warriors that we need to be right right and then there's a lot of spiritual practice daily spiritual yes, practice absolutely. that both of us do to fortify you know our inner man our inner essence um our true nature you know our highest self there are things that we do every day mm -hmm. um spiritual practices that we do every day so yes absolutely. Um, we have we, things that we do together we pray together every day several times a day yes and uh we do things also on Apart. our own yes separately as well but our spiritual practice is a daily thing right no days off you guys Zero. So it, when you come into union, a lot of people focus on the romance part of it and they romanticize twin flame divine counterpart connections, but you're here for a mission. Yes. Okay. We're very we clear. To fortify that spiritual connection. Right. And that is one of the main components of the twin flame journey. Right. You're here for a mission. Um, being um, together 
in an intimate way is cherry yes, on top. Absolutely. Because even if that wasn't the case with us, we came here to do a job together, a mission together, to serve together, and that needs to be carried out whether we're in an intimate relationship or not. It's just that with Elisa and I, we've had the privilege and the honor of having a sacred union here in the 3D as well as being able to serve on our mission together. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so the next question is, um, what is the biggest benefit to the Twin Flame uh, Divine Counterpart Union in 3D and in 5D? Well, the first benefit is just knowing the spiritual gifts and talents that come with this type of relationship, the knowing beyond evidence, and possessing the keys to manifesting. Absolutely, because when, when we are in tune and our spiritual connection is there, uh, there is nothing uh, that is outside of our reach. Mm -mm. Manifesting is what we do. Right. It's absolutely a twin flame uh, privilege. Mm -hmm. You know, if your connection is strong and this is something that you want, and when I say you, I'm talking plural. I'm talking money and I, something that we want. Yeah, we can manifest that. Right, right. And and you have to understand too that the gifts that you receive, your spiritual gifts and talents, it's a privilege and an honor to be able to have those and to serve in this way. So you have to be, and it's a lot of responsibility. It is. You know, it's a lot of responsibility. A lot of people see the benefit, but they don't understand the work that goes into that mm -hmm. and the responsibility that goes into that. So we can't abuse our authority. No, absolutely not. can't abuse not. our spiritual gifts and talents. One of, one of, one of the uh, things that you, you have to be able to do is you have to be able to remain humble in this role. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to stay the course of what your mission is. Mm -hmm. This is not about you. This is all about the journey. Yes. This is not about my, me personally. It's not about Imani personally. It's about serving it humanity. It's about serving and raising the vibration of the planet. Yes. And and here for our purpose. Right. And serving out our purpose. What mm -hmm. we were put here to do. Right. And uh, this is a beautiful beautiful journey. You know, it is a wonderful, wonderful opportunity, and it's an honor and a privilege. I feel so blessed. Mm -hmm. And but it is challenging. Challenging. It comes with a lot of challenges, and too. And, and it does take work. It right. takes daily work. It takes a lot of work. So if you lazy, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering why you haven't met your twin flame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, right before Elisa and I came into union. There's we were already working. It. We were already working on ourselves. Yeah, a lot of work went into it prior to us even, even meeting. Each other. Right, and that's the whole point of ten ten. You have to become a ten yourself, yes. independent of your divine counterpart. You have to be whole and complete and healed you, and healed when you come to the table. Right, this is what you need to bring to the table, and when you do. That is what you will attract. Right. Who you are is who you are attracting. Right. Now, you may not believe it, but there that is so much truth into that statement. And if you take a deep look into your own self, you'll see. So when you come to the table whole, complete, 
and heal, mm -hmm. you'll see that you'll be attracting that. Right. And the thing is, too, you, you can only come into union if you have... Well, let me rephrase. You can come into union, like say you meet your divine counterpart, right? But one person is healed, one person is unhealed. More than likely, you're not going to work out and there's going to be a time of separation. And we see that a lot in the community, in the twin flame community, where there's this separation. It's because one person still needs to do the work. One person has done the work, one person has not. Or neither person has done the work. And they're trying to anchor the relationship based on 3D, lower vibing 3D energy, and that's not going to work. And the attraction is going to be there. If that's your twin flame, some for some reason, it's still going to be there. Mm -hmm. It's going to be there whether the you are ready for it or not. But you have to do the work to get ready. Because it and, won't last. Because it will not work. It will not last. You will not be happy and successful mm -hmm. with your journey here if you're not doing the work. Right. And the spiritual daily. work is the what we're talking work, about. The spiritual work. Because right. the spiritual work is what's going to heal. It's what's going to get you to the point where you're able to be in a successful journey with your divine counterpart. Right. And just a side note, a little story. When Alisa and I first met, she and I met October 10, 2017. Yes. I was not completely ready. Uh, I was not ready. In my mind, I was ready, but I still had something in my heart chakra that was unhealed. And I had to work that out dealing with self-worth. I had to work that out. I had to focus on self-love. And that's why you guys see me talking about that all the time. Because that is the key. And I had to continue to do the work. Once I was able to do the work, complete the work successfully, then Alisa and I could go into union. Yes. Even though we had already met, I was not completely healed. Yes, the attraction, you know, like we said when we were like, we first met, everything was like really beautiful. But there, like she said, there was a time where it did feel very separate. Mm -hmm. Even though we were working through it, working we, through right. it, working through it. There was a separation it, there. There was a separation of something. I don't know what to call it in that moment. I because we, energy, because we were not vibing on the same our energy. Our energy would come together temporarily sometimes. I don't know if we were uh, doing uh, what I call the sine wave and the cosine wave. We were coming in contact with each other periodically, energetically, but we weren't completely aligned yet. Right. And so I, I think that we were in that moment. Mm -hmm. until our alignment met and you know she said she had to get to that point where mm -hmm. she was where i was i was ready right and i knew who she was for me mm -hmm. and, and i wasn't I, quite there yet yeah. i still was doing the work and i still had to um complete a karmic contract that i had and i had to stay the course of knowing that this is who she is for me mm -hmm. because that was a lot of pain in, involved in that Right. It wasn't easy to, you know, be in a situation where you felt like you were the only one that wanted it. Right. And so there were some times where it wasn't easy for either one of us. Right. And we didn't know whether it was going to work out. Right. But I knew that I wanted to stay the course. Right. right. I knew that. And right. I, I, I didn't want to let it go. Right. Right. And I was able to continue to do the work. 
um i i went through the dark night of the soul um you guys probably hear a lot about that we'll have to do a whole separate episode on that and maybe we'll do that over on patreon um to keep it sacred um but if you want that information just leave us a comment below and maybe that's something that we can cover on patreon you guys patreon is where we house all of our bonus episodes where we dive deep into um the topic matter that we're discussing you can find us on patreon at sacred love lessons plus.com sacred love lessons plus.com so the other benefit to our twin flame union is abundance yes yes that is the other benefit is abundance and a lot of times when we say abundance people immediately think money money. yeah but we're talking about abundance of laughter abundance of deep joy abundance of peace deep unconditional love happiness abundance of adventure yes you know, and getting fun. out and doing things and, and fun. intimacy yes and, and intimacy. money and money now, okay don't get it wrong yes <laughs> and money like we say we manifest right you know the things that we say we call it in right and it comes to us because it is our connection right you know they're getting a double dose of all of this drawing it in yes and yes so we manifest what we desire what we want what we choose what to we have choose it. to have in, in our, our life, life. I, we choose happiness we yes. manifest that yes we have abundance of that yes you know and, and you can the list goes on and on you know right so when we talk about abundance we're talking about all of those things including money prosperity and wealth and success yes we're talking about that too but we're also talking about intimacy and fun and love peace joy happiness yes creativity things yes yes unlimited creative ideas yes we're talking about all of that that comes with the twin flame journey so we're gonna leave it there i hope this has given you if you're on the twin flame divine counterpart journey i hope this has given you some insight of what you can expect once you and your divine counterpart become fully and completely aligned with each other yes in a twin flame union when you're yes. in union yes as a twin flame, physically in union. in union with your divine counterpart yes yes so that's all we have for you today don't forget to go over to our patreon at sacredlovelessonsplus.com if you want to know more about twin flames and divine counterparts and until we speak again be the light be the light